Generations Church exists to glorify God in our community, to make disciples of Jesus, and to multiply churches so that the next generation is equipped to glorify God better than we did. Hey everybody, Scotty Hines here with a quick recap of Jonah chapter 4. So as we looked at Jonah chapter 4, you know, the post- um, revival message he gave in chapter 3, we kind of see his response to it. And it starts off right away with his tone being very angry. And we remembered, we looked back in chapter 2, and we saw that when he said he would go forward in God's ministry, he would do it with thanksgiving, but yet we see him still angry. And I pointed that part out because <clears throat> it's very easy to detach ourselves from uh, the context of a Jonah. One, he's in the Old Testament. Two, he has a gift set, a prophet, that is not common. And three, he was swallowed by a great fish. I get it. Those things seem unrelatable. But when we take a step back and look at things from a biblical perspective, we realize that A, yes, he was a prophet, but B, we have gift sets that are equally uh, as important to the kingdom. Read Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, and Ephesians 4. Those are just three passages that give a good list of gifts that are for the growth of the church. And us as individuals, just like Jonah, are accountable to them. So we could see that we too are called into situations, just like Jonah, that will challenge our comforts. We also saw that he's in the Old Testament. Look, this is a great passage where we can see the interactive interaction of God with his servant in the Old Testament. It still applies to us. It's the same God from the Old Testament that's in the New Testament. And we get this great encounter. So we get to relate and learn how God will respond in certain situations and how he looks at his saints when they're struggling. Third, yes, Jonah was in a well, difficult context for us to understand. However, we've all been in a place where we wrestle with God. It's a common thing. It's actually healthy for your relationship. Uh, the only God you will agree with 100% of the time is the God of your own heart, which is the God that we don't want. So when we look at uh, Jonah's context from those lenses, we realize that we have a lot in common with the man, that we are called to the kingdom of God. We have a particular gift set that we are to be accountable to. And wrestling with God is an acceptable thing, a growing thing, as long as we end up on the obedient end and not trying to make some kind of sacrificial promise to God, like Jonah did in chapter 2, where he will serve him with thanksgiving, right? We saw that he did it in verse 1. He was already angry when the people came to faith, right? Also, a couple other things that we can look at is what why Jonah <clears throat> had such a, uh, uh, just such a bitter heart towards the Ninevites and what hindered him from seeing them with God's lens? And he was focused on his own selfishness and cares, right? We saw in the book the only thing that made him happy was the shade, where he was comfortable, where he was looking at the Ninevites, hoping they were destroyed, and yet God used that moment to expose his selfishness, that he cared more about a plant that he had nothing to do with than people who were perishing. And God gave him a lens and how to look at the lost. You see, sometimes we hold the lost to an accountable, we hold them to a higher accountability than sometimes we hold ourselves to. But when we look at him in verse 11, how God would look at him, <clears throat> right? He says, and should I not pity Nineveh, the great city in which there are more than 100,000, 120,000 persons who do not know their right hand from their left. We see God's observation of the lost. They're lost. They're confused. And they don't know their right hand from their left. We need to be merciful to those people looking for opportunities to insert God's grace despite how difficult the context be the context may be despite how much it challenges us challenges our comfort zones we need to remain obedient and not worry about offending people because our truth is offensive however there's a phenomenal way through the spirit where you can walk with wisdom gentle as a dove and wise as a serpent as Jesus would say 
I want to encourage you, church, to hold your role in the church with integrity. Be accountable. Look to have your rewards built. Look to to be fruitful with your gift set. Secondly, be open to obedience, no matter how difficult it is. And be open to the Word of God when it's challenging your own personal thoughts on life. And be willing to repent and put God first and move forward and watch the kingdom expand. I hope you all were blessed. Take care. This has been Scotty Hines with the recap of Jonah chapter 4, Generations Church. For more information, visit our website at ginfamily.church. G-E-N family.church. You can also follow our social media accounts at Gin Family Church.